Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Now, let's join Billy Epperhart. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. My name is Karen Conrad. I'm the Vice President of Wealth Builders, and I have the privilege of sitting in for Billy Epperhart today. Thank you so much for joining us. And this is a podcast where we help you to make sense of making money for making a difference. One of the things that we want to impart to you is how to build wealth God's way. And Billy and Becky are so full of wisdom on this topic and practical knowledge that they're so willing to share with us. And really what I'm going to be teaching you today are things that I've learned from Billy and Becky and have applied in my own life. I think you're going to be able to tell pretty quick what I'm passionate about investing in is definitely real estate. One of the questions that we often get from people is they're very excited to get started in investing. They see how God wants them to prosper, but they're wondering where's the first step that they should take or what's that first step to start investing. And my absolute favorite is real estate. Billy and Becky would say the same and the statistics really back it up. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't believe in investing in the stock market. We certainly do. A matter of fact, we've got something called uh, Wealth Builders Investment Services. We also share a lot on business. That's another way to invest in and to build wealth is through businesses. And we have many courses on that. We have a workshop on that as well. So all of those are good. But what I'm going to share with you today is five reasons to invest in real estate that I think will really help you to get started in this area. Or maybe you are wondering, is this the right time to invest? Because we know that the market is really hot. And I think after you hear this, you're going to probably be encouraged, if nothing else, to look into this a little further and really consider getting started in your real estate investing journey. So the five things that we're going to be covering in investing in real estate today is we're going to talk about statistics to support that real estate is traditionally or historically a good place to invest and build wealth. We're going to talk about demand. We're going to talk about the law of leverage. We're going to discuss the tax advantages. And then finally, the fifth one is we're going to cover the cash flow and income part of real estate. So let's get started with statistics. Over the last two centuries, about 90% of the world's millionaires have been created by investing in real estate. 90% of the world's millionaires. Think about that. That's not just in the United States, this is in the world. 
For the average investor, real estate offers the best way to develop significant wealth. And this information is from a website called The College Investor. Now, we've heard these statistics, I have, but I'll tell you what, it's great to actually read these statistics and know that that desire to invest in real estate has a real practical part to it, too. I was in banking for 25 years and I learned to analyze deals. I underwrote loans. Uh, I saw a lot of things in 25 years. I went through the real estate crash in 2008 and I want to see things backed up with numbers. And so when I see statistics like this, and then I'll be sharing even more information to support it, it just really helped me as an analytical person to know that real estate isn't something that's just out there as an exciting thing to be a part of, which of course it is, but it's a very practical way and it's a proven way for us to build wealth for ourselves and for our families for generations. Listen to this. The IRS has reported that 71% of Americans declaring 1 million or more on their tax returns during the past 50 years were in real estate or related activities. Now, you know, the IRS isn't really motivated to get us to uh, start to build wealth, right? <laughs> so those statistics are just something that it's just facts. It's just a fact that 71% of all Americans declaring 1 million or more in their tax returns during the past 50 years were in real estate or related activities. So there are definitely statistics to support investing in real estate. The second point is demand. Demand is something that we're used to learning about. When we start businesses, we actually have to figure out how we're going to create a demand or how to market to people to help them understand that there's a demand that they have that they might not know about. But real estate is something that you do not have to sell to get customers. Now, I don't mean that you don't put your best foot forward when you stage a home or you know, paint it the right colors, take care of it. I'm not talking about that, the sales process. I'm talking about that we do not have to convince people that they need a home. People need homes. Everybody needs a place to live. So that's a huge advantage to real estate that the demand is already built in. The third one is the law of leverage. Do you know, I will never forget when the light bulb went on for me and Dave sitting in a Wealth Builders real estate workshop, hearing Billy teach on the law of leverage. After we understood this, we just looked at each other and said, that's it. We need to start investing in real estate now. It's phenomenal how real estate helps to use the law of leverage. And I'm going to give you some examples that helps you to really understand this. So let's just say I've got $20,000. We save money. You know, it's hard to get that money saved. And if we have $20,000 of cash and we're looking at investing in something, we definitely want a decent return. So I'm going to give you a comparison. If I took that $20,000 out of my bank account, my savings account, 
and I invested it in the stock market, what would that look like? And then I'm going to give you an example. If I took that same $20,000 and I invested it in real estate, what does that look like? So let's start with the stock market. If I have $20,000 and I decide to go out and buy a certain stock or a mutual fund, my $20,000 of savings is going to buy a $20,000 asset. And uh, that's before it either goes up or goes down with the stock market. And let's just say that I invested well and I got a decent return of 10%. I think we'd all agree that a 10% return is a pretty good return. So on that $20,000 at a 10% return, I'm going to earn $2,000. That actually sounds pretty good. But let's look into this a little bit further. When I invest that way and I earn the $2,000, do you know that that $2,000 is taxable as earned income? Most of us are at a rate of about 35%. So even though I earn 10%, 35% of that is going to go to the government to pay my taxes. Let's just say that we held on to that stock for a period of time and we decided to sell it later at a gain. Then we've got capital gains, which is a rate of 15% and may increase. And so any way we look at it with stocks, at some point there is a tax liability, plus I am earning on the amount that I put in to the stock market. And that's going to be really key as we take a look at the real estate and compare the two. So let's use the same scenario, same story. I take $20,000 of my hard-earned money, right? <laughs> and instead of investing in uh, the stock market, I decide to purchase a $200,000 home at 10% down. So I put my $20,000 in as a down payment. Then I go to the bank and I get a loan for $180,000. So you might say, yeah, but you're having to pay interest on it. That's true. But hang in there with me. You're going to see something in this that's going to really encourage you that even though you're borrowing, this is still going to be a significant advantage for you. So right now, interest rates are at an all-time low. As I mentioned, as I was in banking for 25 years, and I have never seen interest rates this low, and I've not seen them certainly at a low uh, level at as long a period of time as what we're experiencing today. So interest rates today are around 3%. And we just did an investment loan that was about 4% investment loans are higher. And it would seem like, my goodness, we're going to have to pay more for that investment loan. But let me give you just a reality check on interest rates. When I was in banking, and even before that, just growing up, my dad was in banking. Generally, we saw interest rates on mortgages at about 6 to 8%. So for us to be talking about interest rates in the 3 and 4% range, are that's amazing. It's phenomenal. And it's one of the reasons that we are seeing the housing market boom today. So let's go back to the scenario. I just wanted to kind of put that in perspective for you as far as borrowing uh, money to help fund this real estate transaction. So $20,000 purchases a $200,000 home. 
And we're seeing increases in real estate. And, you know, I'm not saying to just go out and buy, hoping for appreciation. There's a lot of things that we share with you that helps you to make the right decision. But let's say that I earn 10% on that home and I see that value increase 10% per year. If I take the $20,000 that I put in as a down payment on the $200,000 property, I don't earn that 10% return on my down payment. I earn a 10% return on the entire value of the real estate. So for that $20,000 down payment, if I earn 10%, that means that I just gained $20,000 in value on that property. So you might say, okay, Karen, that's great, but what about my taxes on that increase? Well, this is one of the significant advantages of real estate are the tax advantages. So in the scenario that I described with the stock market, we have earned income and we have capital gains tax. When we look at real estate in this same $20,000 scenario, we can write off something called depreciation. So instead of it being a tax burden, there's actually tax benefits. That's what we call a phantom loss. It's a calculation that goes on our tax returns, but it's not actually money that we've had to pay out of our pocket. Interest and other costs are tax deductible. There's no capital gains on our asset if we do something called a 1031 exchange. And we don't have time to go into details on that, but basically that's a vehicle that you can use to take the equity or the appreciation out of one investment property and roll it into another one without tax liability in that tax year. And then finally, there is something called a cash out refi where you can pull the equity out of your property and you do not pay taxes on that cash out refi. We're going through this process in one of our investment properties that we purchased earlier this year. We did some improvements on it. We had studied the market and knew that if we put in a certain dollar amount, we'd be able to yield significantly more. And that was the case. So we're actually in the process right now of pulling out over $100,000 of equity in that property. And guess what we're going to do with that? We are going to take that money from the cash out refi and we're going to invest it in additional properties. So I realize in 15 minutes, I'm not able to unpack a lot of this for you, but I do want to at least plant the seeds of these principles. And I'll be sharing with you how you can learn more about it and really how to apply it. All right. So we have covered the statistics. We've talked about demand of real estate. We have talked about the law of leverage tax advantages. And the fifth thing that I'm going to cover today in real estate is the cash flow and the income as one of the reasons to invest in real estate. So in that scenario where I purchased the property for $20,000, we talked about appreciation. Well, there's a whole nother aspect to real estate where we have got cash flow. If we have a tenant and uh, we rent that property out, either in a buy and hold or in a vacation property, 
and we have a positive cash flow, we're actually able to earn on that positive cash flow, right? Because if we have a mortgage payment and our expenses are, let's just say, $1,000 a month, and I'm able to rent it out at $1,500 a month. And if I look at my net cash flow on that, just in simplistic terms, is $500 a month. So that goes into the income bucket. I've got all these tax advantages that I'm able to hopefully write off all that increase. But here is something else that is just amazing with real estate. I don't even pay for my asset. Do you know who pays for my asset? The tenant, the person that's renting from me. So you might say, what? This is too good to be true. Well, you have to be wise with where you invest. You can't just buy any property and get this type of return. But when you invest properly and you actually look at all the criteria that we share with you to find the right property, I'm earning a return on the appreciation of that property. I'm earning a cash flow that you can build up cash flow. And this is where it leads to you just building passive income that Billy talks about in the second X. And somebody else pays my mortgage. So somebody else pays down the principal and covers the interest expense on that property. I am telling you that, of course, you can tell I'm very passionate about real estate. But if you are looking for a way to start building kingdom wealth, real estate is my favorite way for you to begin that. And just in these five scenarios, these five advantages, the reasons to invest in real estate, I hope I've convinced you to even look at it at least a little bit further. And again, Billy and Becky, if they share with you what their favorite way to earn wealth is, they will tell you it is real estate. Uh, we've got a couple things coming up that I want to encourage you to take advantage of just to learn more about this topic. The first one is a free webinar that is on October 13th. Billy and the Wealth Builders team, we will be covering a topic on real estate and go in depth in something. And it, again, it's completely free. And we leave about 15 minutes at the end where you're able to ask us questions and we answer as many of those questions as possible. Again, October 13th, to register for that free webinar, go to wealthbuilders.org, click on events and register, and we'll send you the link to be able to join us live. We also have the October Wealth Builders Real Estate Workshop coming up. We do this only twice a year. It's a three-day workshop over the weekend of October 15th through the 17th. Over this weekend, we do 24 sessions on real estate. This is a life-changing workshop. It definitely changed our lives. Dave and my and my son Levi's were really enjoying real estate investing, and we learned it all from Billy and Becky at this workshop. But you'll meet other people that are investing in real estate. You'll be able to spend some time with us as speakers and coaches on real estate. And your best situation there is to join us live in person in Denver, Colorado. But if you're not able to come live, no worries. We've got a live stream available for you as well. 
So go to wealthbuilders.org, click on events to learn more. So thank you so much for joining us today. If you want a free download with some of the information and an outline on what I spoke about today, go to wealthbuilders.org, go to the shop and download the notes for completely free of charge. And I encourage you to, if you're not already on the Wealth Builders list, just subscribe and you'll receive updates, free blogs, information at wealthbuilders.org. Thank you so much for joining me. God bless you. And we'll see you next time on the Wealth Builders podcast. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. The Wealth Builders Podcast is produced by Celine Williams with music by Audio Jungle and narration by Greg Hunter. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.